Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today's show, today is actually Friday, not Monday, like I said yesterday. I think I have COVID brain. I was, I knew it was Dream Team Thursday, but how at the end of the show I got onto it was Friday and tomorrow was Saturday, so I just leaped the day during the show or something crazy like that. However, it is just hilarious how off in time I am and how it almost doesn't matter what day it is anymore, but I did want to address, I have gotten so many inbox and also questions on my page or a question on my page about racism, about color, and I have to say, without any question in my mind, as crazy as things look, I am really very happy for this time that we are in because this time, a necessary step that we have to take as a population, as a world, that everybody's life counts. It's not, I know right now we're focused on Black Lives Matter Muslims' lives matter, Asian lives matter, Mexican lives matter, Latin lives matter. Everybody's life matters. And yet with the Black Lives Matter, it is the most obvious, you can't believe it's happening, feeling that we have. Because they cannot wash away coloring. None of us can. But the same thing is happening to Palestinians, has been happening throughout history. Same thing is happening to other people in different parts of the world, Muslims in China. That's all coming out, but I knew years ago that that was happening in China, but the world doesn't care. As long as things are politically strategic, they talk about it like it it doesn't even involve souls. But even to, to a point of, in China, having people go to police stations, Muslim people, and having them read a chapter out of a book so that they would have voice recognition just in case they tried to change their appearance so that they would know who they were. So all the stuff that's going on in our world right now 
is forcing is forcing those who are behind the world that makes some better than others. And it doesn't mean that we accept things that aren't okay from the people we're trying to help. doesn't mean that everyone in the places of people that were creating the issues even understand what's going on. But this time in our history, it is filtering through all the way down to the core. This is, and I'm going to say it again, and I'll say it every day until it actually rings the bell. This is the time of no stone left unturned. We have been brought into distraction. We have been brought into manipulation. We have been brought into why, 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 and nothing ever made sense. And now we're an entire world of anxiety because nothing ever made sense. The only thing that makes sense is that nothing made sense. We are thriving right now. It's not that the world's going to hell and everything is so bad. It's that everything is so good. We are starting to stand up for ourselves as people because our leaders became all about them. They came in and decided there is a they and a us. And we are choosing people based on in us. So that's where the different goals were coming in over and over and over again. People do not feel safe. People do not have anything to lose. So we can fight. And our fight as human beings, to be human beings, The truth always surfaces to the top, and it isn't pretty. By any means, it is not pretty, but it is happening. It is our reality. It is our responsibility as a world to turn us from an us and them into an us. And we're all watching it happen. And we all know we can do it. But there's something that Christ says when a problem is not solved. One of the two people, two institutions, two ways, two sides, does not want to solve it. And those of us on this earth who made a decision to not solve it, to keep it in a certain place, can't hide. No one can hide anymore. So this is a very exposing, real time, beautiful time in our lives. When I'm driving and my son is with me in the car and I see crazy things and I say, take pictures. Because one day, you're going to be telling your children or younger people 
the history you are living through now. What I found from a lot of people that wrote me, and this was just, I couldn't wrap my mind around what I was feeling. And it was like this overall feeling of, I want this to be history. I don't want it to be part of my history, my time. I want to talk about this stuff as though it were in the past and now we're living in the good part, the gliding part, the part where everything's been solved. I don't want my lifetime gobbled up by these issues. These aren't my issues. These were things that started a long time ago, and now they're hitting ahead. And I thought, that's true. I get that because this may take 10 years. This may take 20 years. And then I realized, that everything is accelerated right now. Everything's accelerated. What happened last year mentally feels like, to us, like a year ago. I mean, last week feels like a year ago. Just two weeks ago, we had the looters. Three months ago, we were shut down. Now we're opening up. All our numbers are spiking, but we're still opening up and trying to figure out how to live with that because we can't live or stop life for forever and at first it sounded really harsh and it probably was but we have to fight for everything we get what we need when we need it every day truly ends as it should and right now this is Truly, hands down, one of the best times in any of our lives, even in the worst of it, because we are together. There is a common camaraderie, I think that's the word, that I feel with everyone. And I go for walks every morning, and I'm going after the show today. As soon as it gets light out, I'm out. And I go where there's people and never in my, and I'm a regular walker for years of my life, never through masks because you can't see a smile. We found ways to communicate and say hello. We actually don't put our heads down and walk so that nobody has eye contact with us. We are looking each other in the eye. And saying hello. There's a sense of feeling of humanness that's happening. All people, the biggest division was fear. Fear of looking at each other. Fear of getting to know each other. Fear of understanding each other. I just would rather not know. I don't want to hear. I don't want to care. But we found out we do. We do want to hear and we do want to care. So it has become a beauty within itself of itself. The seeds of love are being planted right now through the realizations, the truths that are unfolding each and every day. 
They're just unfolding. It's like, oh, wow, I never thought of infrastructure. This isn't just about awareness, but let's look at how it's actually working for them and why it's not working for them. Oh, now we know we made it harder for them. Why did we do that? Because we didn't understand God, God yet. Racism of any race is a rejection of God, which is something Christ told me years ago. Because we are telling God, hey, God, you made a mistake. You made these people, and you made these people, and you made these people. What were you thinking? And God's like, what are you thinking? Hey, figure this out down there, or side by side, as I found out. Figure this out. It's not a problem unless you make it a problem, which we made a choice to do. And we did. But we cannot, any human being, I don't care who it is, I don't care what side anyone is on, I don't care what color anyone is on, anything we steal from another soul, whether it is a possession or their lifetime, we will never rest with it. Which is why right now we have unrest. Right now we have unrest. It's the postponement. It's the postponement of telling the truth. Because the truth will eventually rise. Whether we want it to or not whether we want to time it and tell it when it's convenient, which it never is, it's going to rise. And it's rising right now. And we are witnessing it. Again, we go back again to truth and love and purity. And how when one of those is pierced, what happens? We weave our lives into the place of healing it. This is not a crisis. This is not the end of the world. This is the beginning of a better world. And it's not easy to get to. And we're watching this crazy dichotomy between self-motivation and narcissistic thinking in an entire country being run by narcissism. It's amazing to watch. And we're in the mind of the narcissist right now. doesn't mean anyone's good or bad. It's just what's happening. And we're all trying to make sense of it because it does not make sense unless you understand that it's self-motivated and it does not include other people, which is the complete opposite of how we run a world, or a country. Again, it is not a judgment. It is an observation of how we are living 2020. This is how we are living today. That is the reality. No judgment, 
no throwing anything on anybody. We are in a world that's completely unfolding, unraveling. It's leaving. Every time we think it's done, another stone lifts up and we have this whole bag of tricks under it. And we're finally down to color. We are finally down to differences that we openly have been before. As though they have control over who they were born. Which none of us have control over. And to take what we are born and use it against each other Seriously? Yeah, seriously. Because that's what's been happening. Is it right? Well, we all know it's not right. Whether we're the ones doing it or receiving it, we all know it's not right. Do we have an anger problem in our world as a result of it? Yes. Is that anger being taken out on each other? Yes. Because we don't rest with anything that we take, that we steal, that we grab that isn't ours. We just don't rest. Our truth is being ignored and we do something and we walk away and think, well, that was great. Look what I did. We know that that's not true and we know that that's not great and we know that that's not right. So we don't rest any more than the people that we've given unrest to, whose days we have robbed of feeling safe and feeling secure and feeling warm and feeling loved. And it may look like America's falling apart and we're embarrassment to the world. But in truth, we are leading the world in paying attention to paying attention. Because if it's happening here, in the, in the melting pot hub of the world, it's happening everywhere in different ways. Maybe different people. Maybe it might be a religious thing, not a color thing. Maybe it might be a wealth thing, not a religious or a color thing. But it's something that creates a wedge between people who all have the same rights to this earth that anybody else has. Imagine you're born and then they tell you, oh, oh, you were born here. Oh, that means you have to live here and eat this and do this and this is what your school's going to look like and it's all already set up for you to not have rights. Christ told me when I first saw him. So this is going back over 18 years. And he told me that I had to experience a different culture, a different way, a different life. I had to experience an arranged marriage, a blended family marriage. I had to experience being a single mom. I had to experience meeting someone who's who's great and right so that I understand all the different ways of life. 
and boy, it took just seeing Christ took my life on a a tailspin after a tailspin after a tailspin for me to weed out everything I was taught. Everything I was taught, not who we are originally. That's why original love or origins of truth. Think of the names of the books because Christ named those books what we are filtering back to. We're filtering back to all the tots. And it's so hard for me to say it because it sounds like you're almost going to bite your tongue. But things he called tots in error. We are taught in error. And it goes against the love we are born with. And so we fight all our lives trying to get back to that love that we were born with and are born with. It's a very interesting and fluid truth that when we get away from who we really are, which is truth and love and purity, we walk into a landmine of issues. And we never know when we're going to step on a life bomb. Because we are following a path that isn't consistent with what we really do know. It's a different world. It is a different time. We coasted for a long time doing same old, same old. This virus that showed up didn't show up without a purpose. Protests didn't show up without inequities. These issues didn't show up because they happened yesterday. They've happened for many yesterdays. To the point where now it's so obvious that we can't even continue to play the game. And it is a game. And as Christ said, going back again to the book, there is no game based on truth. In a high state of recognition, we are in a high state of evolution, and those two things are causing the acceleration, and we are just going so fast. It's like, you know, news that would just take down a year. Is taking down two days or three days if it's really a problem. And it's funny, we're trying to erase the truth by not talking about what's really going on in our country, that people are dying from an illness and it's being downplayed like, ah, don't worry about that, that's going to stop. And every time they say it's going to stop, it leaps. And it's just become so obvious that we can't ignore the truth. There's God is not letting us ignore the truth. He's like, oh, wait a minute, guys. This is actually true. Oh, wait, wait. And, and, and this is true, too. And, oh, and this, too. And he's like, just, just, we're getting it 
slavered all over us until we finally say, oh, it's true. It's true. And then we sit. And we try to figure out how to live in talking about something that's true. Because we're not used to it. We're not used to admitting truth. We look at truth as a weakness. We look at truth as, you know, once you know the truth, we have to do something about it. So as long as we evade the truth, we just never have to do anything about it. And things that were taught in error, that one soul is more important than another, that's an error. That any soul is left behind, that's an error in thought. And like any issue, it needs to be addressed. Easy when you're the ones creating the laws. Again, going back to origins of truth. The more laws there are, ask yourself why. There's so many laws. We don't need those many laws. That many laws. I'm speaking like my dad now. We don't need that many laws. When too many people own a corporation or own an idea or own something, nobody takes responsibility. It's not like, I'm going to talk to the owner of the store. You have a board that's going to tell you, be quiet. You're outnumbered. You couldn't get a lawyer. You couldn't afford a lawyer. You couldn't bring on a lawyer smart enough, big enough, financed enough to fight us. So go back to your corner and be quiet. And that worked for a long time. I can't fight the system. Not fighting the system. We don't need to sound like that. That sounds also immature. We don't need to fight the system. Truth does the work. What we have to do is put the truth on the table. And right now we're we're witnessing this. And it's not the first time it's happened this year or in the last year, two years, I should say now. The first time it hit the table wasn't wasn't the Black Lives Matter movement. It was the Me Too movement. First that got called out. And that was the stepping stone for us to start calling out more and more and more. All the people, in quotes, in power, power enough to take advantage of others, were doing so. They were doing so. And now we're saying, okay, all right, wait, and this. And we don't know what's behind once we start actually creating legislation, because that's the only thing that changes things, we don't know what's behind today. We don't know what next month will bring and what it will uncover. But I do know for sure that right now we are living in a time of no stone left unturned. I can't stop saying it. I can't stop thinking it. And I can't stop 
thanking God for this time in our history. Because right now, we are all reinstilling our beliefs, our original who we are in truth and love, purity. We are here, lifetime as I'm speaking today. And any time a lie comes up, there's the truth right on its tail saying, Oh, oh, oh wait, come back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to annihilate you lie. We don't need you anymore. So today, I really do know it's Friday. I will see you on Monday. Have a great weekend. I love you guys. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.